What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Adi Tadi, Ole Miss fans, and welcome to the Brad and Chad Show on the OM Network. Brought to you by Blue Delta Jeans, made in the USA. This is the show by and for Ole Miss fans, where you'll get expert insight and analysis on Ole Miss athletics. And now, here are your hosts, former Rebels Chad Flowers and retired NFL star Bradley Sowell. It's podcast time. Brad and Chad Show brought to you by Blue Delta Jeans. We are now in April. Easter time is upon us. We got Masters this week. We had a hell of a Women's National Championship. Men play tonight. Uh, Ole Miss baseball still not really doing real well. But Bradley Sowell's here with me. Bradley, how are you, man? I am good, man. You know, I'm burnt. If you can't tell, I've got the old softball tan rolling again. I mean, my neck is on fire. My head's, you know peeling already so yeah just out out in the sun all day this this saturday that's about what we do on the weekend so did you get any shouting matches with parents this weekend you know i did not this weekend and we still did not hear from the one coach from um, whatever team that was where, where they got mad at me so no shouting matches this weekend this this weekend was pretty pretty even keel so we just we just kind of you know got after and got out of there Okay, good, good. Um, crumble cookie update. Uh, pretty good flavors this week. So today, I, I'm I'm going to pass this week, but they do have the iced oatmeal, which is kind of haunting me. I thought that I think that's a, kind of a cool sound of sure. flavor. And you got like the Easter theme one too. So okay, you got a fudge fudge brownie one. So I, I I'm I'm doing my best. I'm 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 pissed that you just reminded me again after I looked this morning. I kind of forgot about them. Now I'm going to probably end up ordering that iced oatmeal one. Are you a Peeps guy? I know it's Easter. Are you a Peeps guy? Do you eat the marshmallow Peeps and that shit? Or are you more uh, of a Cadbury like, cream egg guy? I like stuff with texture. So oatmeal, like I like the, okay. I can't just eat just straight up sugar or like, like a marshmallow to me is disgusting. Like unless it's on something, you know, okay. I, need some, I need some texture. I need some See, texture. I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a Cadbury cream egg guy. Those are really good. Now they're, they're so sweet that you'll probably have, uh, you know, I'll have palpitations after eating one of those. But those things are, uh, those things are fantastic. But yeah, Easter this weekend, um, hopefully I can steal some of my son's candy. I'm really looking forward to that. 
Well, that's what it's all about, right? They go on the meat drag hunts and you're popping them eggs right there with them. Boom, 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 boom. Just trying to find find the best snack in there. So that's that's 100% what it's all about. Just like the Valentine's Day bags and the kids bring them home. Like, oh, and Halloween. Yeah, it's all about just, all right, man, you got to pay a tax. Hey, I, I'm paying these bills around here. Let me see what you got. Let me get all the good stuff. Yeah. Well, let's um, get, we'll continue our theme of depressed eating um, while watching Ole Miss baseball. Um, yeah. That's, Pretty much, pretty much what it's all about right now for us. Yeah, I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to ignore us having to talk about the incompetency that we're seeing right now. But I guess we brought it up, so let's talk about it. Another, uh, where are you at? Another, is, is that so? I seen a funny quote. We'll see what you think about this. That okay. somebody was like, "The luster is off the trophy." So <laughs> no, like, it's not. I mean, it's not at all for me. I think that's silly. It's look, we lost a lot, right? Going into the season, everybody's like, "Man, how are we going to replace Elko and Graham and Delucia and all them?" You know, it's not that easy. It's not that easy to replace all these pieces. And it's not like we're playing. It's not like we're playing the worst teams in the SEC. We've played three. You know, you can argue Texas A&M is meh. But it's not like we're playing the worst teams in the SEC and getting our ass kicked. We're playing really good teams and we're losing. And we were competitive. We got our first win in the SEC. But no, the the lack of the, the losing of the luster of the trophy. I mean, we would have to lose every game by ten runs for the rest of the season for me to lose the luster of a national championship. I mean, look. Well, how do you how do you feel about this comment? If, if they say if we're going to build a statue, you better statue, you better hurry up and build it. So, um, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I guess people are essentially saying that Bianca is losing favorites. Ole Miss fans are the worst. I'm sorry, and I'm an Ole Miss fan, but it's all, it is so, what have you done for me lately? And we have no history to back any of that up. We have, what, two national championships in the history of the school, if you want to count, like, NCAA recognized. I'm not going to get into the 60s with everybody claiming football national championships and all that shit. We have, what, a women's golf championship, and we have a baseball championship. And those have happened in, what, the last three years? And everybody's acting like, holy shit, we have this pedigree of winning in this university that is unmatched in the nation. No, just get over yourself. Be happy that we won a national championship. Yeah, we're not playing real well, but you still get to go to Swayze and sit outside in the sun and have a good time. Yeah, we'll win some more games in the future. Future. Jesus Christ, give it a rest. It drives uh, me crazy. Yeah, this is a very participation trophy type response, but we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want to win every game too, but I mean, I have to be realistic that we're not going to, like when Ole Miss wins maybe yeah. eight games in football this year, I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, we can't compete with some of these bigger SEC schools, but I'm happy that we're going to a bowl game. Yeah, I want to win every game, but I'm also realistic that we're not going to beat Georgia and Alabama. I'm going to give you a spoiler for the upcoming football season. We're going to lose in Athens. We're going to lose in Tuscaloosa because we're probably not going to be as good as those two teams. That's just what it is. That's just <laughs> but, but you know what, though? There's people out there that when we, when we start out the season 3-0 and and we beat you – know, Yeah, like this podcast? <laughs> I like this podcast. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be like, man, I think these guys. I think we're gonna beat the hell out of Georgia. Let's go. We just beat Austin P by fifty, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Everybody's gonna be like, yeah. You know what? We may be pretty good. Everybody's everybody's giving us disrespect in the media. Not talking about. They're talking about our schedule. Like, oh, you know, we're not really that good. Yeah, they were right. We we weren't really near as good as we as we thought they were. And yeah, our our defense and offense are struggling. Yeah. So no, I mean, like I said, I, I'm just happy that we won because I'm a Cubs fan. I'm a Dolphins. fan fan which means that i don't see a lot of success i'm also a five seven short white guy that doesn't really have anything going for him athletically so i'm just happy to have wins in my life at this point right 
<laughs> hey, Ashley, I love you. And I'm not talking about our marriage or anything like that. I'm very happy in that. But yeah, other than that, yeah, I'm just, you know, fuck. <laughs> fuck, I have nothing else going on sports-wise. Give me some wins. <laughs> we got one last year. I can coast for a few seasons and we'll be fine. It's okay. Yeah. How, how do you think How do you think um, Graham, Elko, and those guys are feeling? You think they're like low-key, like kind of happy they didn't just like come out and match him and like ruin the legacy or do you probably like, as a player looking back sometimes you are like okay yeah they suck without me so it's kind of cool but i wonder how they're actually feeling inside yeah i'm i'm sure part of it is hey yeah i know how i know how it feels hopefully they can get hot so they're not just getting berated uh by by fans that expect them to go undefeated every season um, but yeah, I'm sure they weren't like, yeah, I hope they don't have a better season and win the national championship with a better record. Now, I mean, who wouldn't feel that way? Cause, um, also, what they did was pretty also, special. Last year. What I have to, what we have to do and get out there right now is, is, is so now is the time. Okay? okay. All the people last year when Ole Miss was four, seven and 14, that mm-hmm. when we won the national title was like, I told you so. If you are one of those individuals, that's an, I told you so now is the time to stand it up. It is. Say, yeah. Hey, are we going to the national tower? Are we going to Omaha or not? I do not want to hear it after the fact if it happens right. right. So for all the I told you so's last year, please stand up now and let us know. Is, are we going? Are we going out? Now's the time, not when we're you know, in the freaking finals. So. I will say this. I'll go ahead and make my prediction. We will make it to Hoover. We will make the SEC tournament. And we will make the NCAA tournament. So I will say that. Obviously, that's not a huge limb considering how successful the program has been. But we're, what, one and eight in the SEC. Um, I still think we make it to Hoover. We're going to get Hunter Elliott back. The pitching is going to figure itself out. Bianco, for all of his criticisms, he does. he's going to figure it out. He figured it out last year. We will figure it out. The offense is still decent. Reagan Burford, after I talked bad about him last week, he actually had a pretty decent weekend. Maybe he's the answer at third base. We will make it to Hoover. We will make it the NCAA tournament. I'm not going to say we're going to go to Omaha again, but – no, they're gonna they're gonna be fine. We we're gonna we're gonna get some relief. We're gonna play Mississippi State in Starville. We're gonna win two out of three. Book it. I'll go ahead and put that down. We're gonna win two out of three in Starville. Two out of three there, Arkansas. I mean, it, it really, really, if we had a or one great weekend away from getting back in this, yeah. Um, you, you says, I mean, obviously, I'm saying we're gonna sweep Arkansas at home. That's crazy to even say, but it, you know, maybe you get hot and sweep Arkansas at home, win two out of three, and boom, you're right back in in you know in the thick of it as far as just getting back respectable. And what we learned last year too was we don't need you don't need to have this crazy season. Just get in, right? Just get, get in, in. Just get in and know you have the talent. Like like we had last year. It don't matter at that, that that point it's just baseball, right? And you freaking um a couple games away, you know, five, six, five wins really away from getting Omaha. So yeah. Uh, that's that's just that's the mindset we got to have right now. I mean, it's not just because you're not one of the top seeds don't mean shit. I mean, look at Tennessee last year. They they battled all year, killed everybody they lost to a freaking uh, academic school in baseball. So it is what it is. Yeah, I completely agree. Did you uh, – I know you were softballing this weekend, but did you get a chance to watch any of – look, Kalen Clark, uh, basketball player from Iowa, fun to watch. She is a – she's an assassin uh, out there on the court. Did you get – have you – yeah, you, no, I, I, I found myself watching Iowa basketball, women's basketball in this tournament, which I thought was – was crazy even said I didn't even know anything about yes. that before before this tournament but um yeah no i had i tuned in man she's a, she's a baller she was fun to watch she's one of the i mean she just is literally like you look at her and she just looks normal and you know, like nothing special but like when she gets the ball like how fast she is and, and the way she can shoot like she is really legit man 
Yeah, I watched more of the South Carolina game on, uh, what was it, Friday than I did yesterday against uh, LSU in the national championship. But, man, just watching her getting – she can pass the ball. It's not like – I mean, she takes a lot of shots, and rightfully so. She makes 40 – she averages, what, over 30 points a game. She scored 40 against South Carolina. Um, but man, she passes the ball well. She um, she can shoot from anywhere. She shoots from the midcourt logo like like it's nothing. She's like Steph Curry out there, and it's yeah. it's crazy. And now you've got all the conversation that's happening today. Obviously, you know you'd think that everybody's just talking about LSU winning, but no, we're talking about the shit talking that was going on during the game between Angel Reese of LSU and you know uh, Caitlin Clark. And it's funny how nobody realizes that. Kaylin Clark likes to talk a little bit shit too, right? You know, uh, there's was, there, was the, there was the highlight of the South Carolina girl shoot, uh, standing at the three point line, and nobody was guarding her, and she just kind of okay, I'm not going to guard you, so you can shoot it or whatever. And uh, then Angel Reese yesterday, as the game was pretty much in, you know, it was it wasn't in question anymore. LSU was going to win. She was basically just shit talking Caitlin Clark, and everybody's going off on Angel Reese. But there's plenty of highlights where. You know, Caitlin Clark likes to run her mouth, too. Rightfully so. She's great. Angel Reese is good, too. And she's ringing home a national championship. So I don't understand all this animosity toward LSU, even though I think Kim Mulkey, their coach, is she's a fucking she's awful on the sideline. She is just berating. Uh, I could really get this. Like the, she looks like the head of a Bunko organization. <laughs> if there a was Bunko ever, organization and yo ass ain't getting in the door without giving her $10. If you there know. was ever someone that personifi- personified the Karen movement, yeah. Kim Mulkey. <laughs> right? It's Kim, it's, Kim, it's Kim Mulkey. I mean, the way that she – I mean, how she grabbed an official yesterday and didn't get a technical or anything like that. It was crazy how they just let her yeah. march up and down the court and just get away with everything. And the refs were awful, just bullshit technicals that they were throwing uh, on Iowa. I was rooting for Iowa because, um, you know, she's fun to watch, Caitlin Clark. But, damn, I mean, hell, good job to LSU. I mean, they, they shut them down and they won. But, man, that was just a fun game. And it's crazy that, you know, there's so much conversation going into women's college basketball other than – Man, is it just too boring because UConn's going 40 and 0 five straight seasons and just beating the shit out of everybody? It's actually refreshing that we're having a conversation like this when that's not something that I can remember anything happening in the past. Yeah, that's that's why I don't mind the Angel Reese stuff because oh. I mean, listen, it, it's good for their game. I mean, it really is. It's good for women's college basketball. It's yes. it's, 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 some, it's something worth watching, right? They're playing with a little motion. You know, the Kaylin girls, she she has to talk. Somebody just didn't come up and talk crap to you. Without you doing some shit too, like that's a very uncommon. And if if somebody's out there doing that and you've not said anything, then it, it, it's a bad look. But obviously, something was said. I mean, it, yeah. or, or you know, the crap talk was going on. It is what it is. Sometimes, man, when you talk it, you got to be able to got to be able to take it as well. So I like it. I mean, it, it has everybody reading about women's college basketball today, right? I mean, it's, it gives them some some viewership and and something interesting. So um, you know, it's I don't mind it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was pretty fun. Did um, you know? Going back to baseball real quick, have you have you been following any of the uh, you know opening day was this past weekend with all the new rule changes that were going? on? We had Brett Huber on a few weeks ago talking about how he hates the pitch clock. Dude, I love it. Games are down to they're down by like thirty minutes on average. Yeah. They're like two and a half hours. I think there was one game on Friday played in like two hours and five minutes. Sign me up for that, right? I don't have time to sit and watch a four-hour game until 11, 12, 12 o'clock at night. 
Um, let me get on and do something else. Let's just let's speed this game up. I don't need people stepping out of the box, adjusting their batting gloves every five minutes. And, you know, relief pitchers or pitchers throwing it over to first base 12 times to try to get someone that's not stealing. Let's move the game along. And I think it's great for the game. I, I've actually found myself watching more of it. Yeah, I agree. It's just a, that's kind of why sometimes you enjoy basketball, right? You know, it's a yeah. two hours and thirty minutes, and, and it's done. Like, man, you watch a baseball game; it's like the fourth inning, and it's and it's you know you've been sitting there all day. It feels like so. No, I, I definitely can. I definitely found myself being able to, to tune into MLB baseball a lot more now. Yeah, it should. Uh, hopefully, it's going to continue. And you know, you got the new shifting, so there's more offense in the game. You saw way more stolen bases than you have in the past. So I think you know, as much as Rob Manford got a lot of criticism for the changes that he was trying to uh, to install, I think for at least the first weekend, it's paid off. And I think that is, um, I think that's good for the game because they're definitely slipping. They're probably third in the big three between football and basketball in terms of viewership, especially with the younger crowd where attention span is everything at this point. I hope that this is going to get baseball back into the national spotlight a little bit more because I, I, you know, we talked about my fantasy baseball league, all that good stuff. I love it. I like watching it. I like following it. And I I think that's only going to do, uh, do good things for the sport in general. What is Uh, the, um, what's the, reward what do y'all what's if you win your fantasy baseball league what are y'all what do you we get? do well we actually um we do cash um i think we do it's a hundred dollar 120 dollar buy-in but we also do a free pair of blue delta jeans uh so part of that money uh Props to Blue Delta, our sponsor. I don't know if they know that they're doing this, but um, so a buddy of ours who works, uh, who's in the league, he works for Blue Delta. And so we pitch in a hundred bucks, 120 bucks, 20 of that goes to the jeans, right? So the winner gets a free pair of jeans. And I think they went over 700 bucks for, uh, for one of the league. So it's, no, it's a, it's a good little pot. And like I said, you get a free pair of uh, Blue Delta jeans handmade right in the USA, fit to you, fit you and only you. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good pot. And um, yeah, it keeps everybody engage because you're getting a pretty good deal for um you know just paying attention and you know keeping yeah. active throughout the season did you did you do a bracket what, what was your what, what's your bracket like do you think anybody had this final predicted no uh, i had ucla winning it all um i had i mean i don't i didn't have any i didn't have any one seeds or excuse me i didn't have any final four teams right you know, I think I had UConn in the Elite Eight. I think that was the closest thing that I had to um, accuracy compared to what actually happened. But of course, you know, I I did not have FA. I had FAU beating Memphis. That was the extent of that. And um, like I said, I had UConn in the Elite Eight. I didn't have the other teams. No, not at all. I'll have to look around. I always love this time of year reading about people's brackets who are close or, or you know, at least predicted the final. That's that'd be interesting. If you could randomly predict this one, man, that was that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't imagine anybody had. I would. I can. I can see two, maybe three teams, especially considering UConn was a four seed. You know, San Diego State was a five team, a five seed. So I could see someone slipping them in, but they were in Alabama side of the bracket. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it's. It, I would be stunned if somebody had an accurate uh, Final Four, but I'm sure there's somebody out there considering the number of brackets that get filled out every year. Mm-hmm. Did you have you been following any of the uh, the football spring football stuff? You know they had the scrimmage this past weekend. Uh, yeah. Spencer Sanders has been playing. I mean everybody's been playing. Um, seems to be a lot of guys sitting out for injuries. I think Pettis didn't uh, didn't practice on Saturday. I don't think there's any real word on what's going on because you know injuries are kind of tough to get out, especially from Coach Kiffin. But this time of year, you're probably not going to expound too much on that. But um, any. You've been following it all, kind of getting a sense of who got what guys are doing what. The signs of summer are here. 
freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, no, I'm like you. I mean, you look on the thing and there's half your team's not even, not even practicing. I think at one point both tackles were out. Um, yeah, I, I did, I did kind of read over, you know, what was, you know, I guess what you look quarterback stats and all that. Sounds like Dart had a good day. Um, so like Sanders was, I mean, his, his throwing percentage was okay. Um, but I guess apparently he's really impressive with his feet. I'm gonna have to get up there and see one here. Probably I, I may go in the next, next couple of weeks. Um, try to get up there and check him out. Walker Howard, somebody who sounds like, sounds like he's a lot better than what people are saying. Um, or not, not, not a lot better than what people are saying, but a lot farther along than I, in this competition. I think people, people realize as far as, you know, his talent. And I mean, I th- I, dude, I'm telling you, he's still one that I, I want to really get my eyes on and see. But I think there's a lot of a corral comparisons with him and um, should be good, man. I mean, I think feel like we're in a good spot. You know, I really do. Did you see where Greg McElroy said that he predicts that Spencer Sanders is the starter come September or whenever the season starts? Yeah, I was wondering if Greg like had his eyes closed and was just like. <laughs> Like he would be three on my list of the of the three, he would be the number three guy for me based on just hell the shoulder the shoulder injury notwithstanding. You've got Jackson Dart, and then you've got Walker Howard, who's got just as much pedigree as anyone. I don't understand what he's talking this about. Brings, this brings me to a good point. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get off the rails a little bit, but in TV, these guys are having to cover all these teams, mm-hmm. and 
it is almost virtually impossible unless you sit there all day to actually understand the, the exact nuances of every team. And that could easily, someone like that could easily look over an Ole Miss and be like, oh, you know, okay, cool. Spencer Center, he started a bunch of, oh, yeah, probably be the starter of Dart. And just move right on. And then you release it out there. And, you know, obviously we get it. Other teams don't get it. And this is media in general, right? They release stuff that yes. people are reading. You think, oh, man, that's probably a good opinion. But, like, the actual fan base look at it and be like, this guy's a freaking idiot. And that's kind of what Ole Miss fans look at it and say. It's like, man, so that's an aggressive take. Where as to him, he's probably like, well, yeah, he's probably a little better than Dart. He played in the Big 12, whatever. Or maybe he did his homework and he thinks that. But um, I, I don't think there's any, any way of saying that right now is my point. Maybe he, maybe he ends up being right. But I don't, I don't, think, I don't think so. Yeah, I think you kind of hit a, a pretty important point. I mean, with a 24-hour news cycle, and we're not even talking just sports now, right? I mean, you can talk yeah. anything with your CNNs, Fox, and all that type of stuff. You just got to be up there talking about something. So they're just trying to pull any kind of bullshit take for that people are, then they can put it on Twitter. So people are going to start retweeting. Like, do you hear what this guy said? It's all just manufactured bullshit. And this kind of sounds like this is exactly what this is. Cause you're right. Yeah. Greg McElroy, he's a college football analyst. So he's got to be able to talk knowledgeably about all 120 some odd teams, or at least have some type of information. There's no way he can have all zero that information teams. in his head. Zero. He's zero. So, so that there was a podcast one time where they were going to, it was going to be like an sec podcast and I was asked to do it. And I have no interest because you have to know every team. I would not give two shits about reading about Bandy or some of these teams, even trying to learn the players. So I was like, nah, I, you, I have zero. There's no way. It's hard. It's hard to keep up with all the old misses information. You know, just you know, going over what happens daily. Imagine having to deal with all the teams, and it's you know, it's it's revolving. So my point is, Greg, it's not a great take. <laughs> it's really bad. It's not a good take at all. And I think, um, I think, I think Jackson Dart's brother um, had a pretty interesting comment. I've got it. His dad, what? I think, I think he's. I think it's. Oh, maybe it is his dad, Brandon Dart. Um, looks like his brother, so he must have had Jackson pretty young. Yeah. So he said, "Might be the dumbest comment of the day." You guys love to push your agenda, don't you? Three question marks. Um, I have some good contacts from within. This won't happen. And it's not the sentiment around the program either. Is he that dad? Is Dart's dad that dad? Yeah, he's Shea Patterson. He like sits dad. there all day and he like, first he Googles his son's name or he, or he Twitter, Twitter searches his son's name. And he's just like, he can't get over that. Like somebody would say something about his kid. Whereas like, I'm just going to warn him now. Like if his kid ever becomes actual, like NFL quarterback or famous, or even at Ole Miss in general, there's no way he will, he will drive himself crazy trying to defend take so sometimes it's best just to say nothing and just keep it moving right like he's just it's like, it's like he sits there all day and he's like damn i'm, I'm gonna comment this one. no i won't comment this one and he just gives in it's like i gotta comment to this one and he just says something like that and it's like man you gotta realize these are, these are college kids and this guy has a dad as well so what if his dad's like well fuck you mr dart like i think spencer may win the bet like just relax do you think he has any burners on the rival side or OM spirit just trolling for, for what people are saying about oh, yeah, for Jackson? Yeah, 100%. He's like, I know Jackson personally. He, I know what he eats for breakfast. It's like my, <laughs> my, my favorite comment on those sites are like when somebody comes flying in to the rescue, then the next person's like, hey, how's it going, Mr. Darter? Hey, how's, hey, how's it going, Jackson? <laughs> people <laughs> calling out on it. I don't, I don't know how – Look, I, I, I mean, I'm not immune to it. I get on message boards, too. Yeah, they're fun. I like I like it. They're fun, but I don't know how people can just stay on those things for so long because it is completely devoid of reality in a lot of cases. It's just bullshit take after bullshit take after bullshit take. And it's like, 
why did you take the energy to type out why so-and-so should be fired because they lost this <laughs> one game and they're not not even considering buyouts or anything like that. Why take the energy to waste the – to put on Al Gore's internet the, all this bullshit that you're getting on there with? Who – why Why do you – and then people are just like, man, what are you talking about, dude? Why I'll tell you, you this. I'll tell you that this is, this is one of the funniest things, like a good message board story. So, you know, you, sometimes you get on there, and I've been a victim of getting worked up on there, right? I, I – It'll be like the same guy, you know, and finally it'll get to me and I'll start typing, you know, arguing with these guys. And then like, I think it went like two days arguing with the same guy on there one time. And our good buddy, Ben Garrett, sent me a picture. He's like, listen, <laughs> he sent me the Facebook screenshot. Of the guy, and he's like, you realize this is the guy that you're arguing with, right? And you realize that you're arguing with some guy. I'm not going to say that. I mean, it's called a random town in Iuka, Iuka, Mississippi. That's all he got is his message board. And you are wasting your day <laughs> arguing with this guy. And he's got you so worked up, and he—it's it's just like you're you're arguing with a wall. You'd be better off just going to argue with a wall. And I'm like, man, you know what? I gotta quit just arguing. I can't be right, you know. It's so it's yeah. You gotta realize some some sometimes people you're arguing with on there is it's just a waste of time. It's just like dogs at night barking in the distance. It's just that's how you're communicating on message boards. Just people barking at each other, not knowing what the hell anybody's talking about. It's just a waste of fucking energy. I don't understand it. Now, like I said, I read them. I don't post. I just kind of see what people are saying. But man, it is. It, sometimes it is just devoid of real uh, of reality on there, and it is just mind blowing. So I heard now. I heard and this. I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard. I've heard Breaking when he. News. I, I heard when he was here, he actually had a name, and they had figured out what the name was on the board. I, I don't know what the name was, but I heard that he would actually. He was actually had a burner account on there that he would burner burner phone sixty nine. Was that what it was? <laughs> I don't know, man. But apparently, he used to post on there. That's that's that is hilarious. Now, I've never heard of a head coach yet, but I'm sure they do. I have no doubt in my mind that he did that because, hell, just how active he is on Twitter. He does it under his own name on Twitter when people call him out on stuff. So I know he – hell, I wouldn't be surprised if he just had a username, you freeze on, you know, the the OM Spirit or Rival site or whatever because he cannot stand any type of criticism from anyone. It could be a someone without even a profile picture and Bubba Gump 12 be their username. He's going to get in there and get his two cents in there to tell them exactly what he feels. It's just a complete waste of energy. I never understood. Here's the great that. thing about Hugh, though. Like, he does that, and, and I feel him. But <laughs> what, what what he can always go back to that motherfucker can coach, man. He that can. Yeah, I'm not going to Listen, I don't care. He has his way. He likes to defend himself. He likes to get into all that shit, which, I, I mean, I, I'm like that a little bit, too. Probably a little pettier than I should be. That's <laughs> that stuff. But, like, that, that motherfucker can coach. And he – he is everybody everybody deep down you know you know on the outside like oh Hugh Freeze laughing he ha but deep down there's something like shit we gotta start well, now we gotta play Auburn you know what I mean? oh don't get me wrong I'm terrified <laughs> of playing Auburn don't like, get like, me like wrong. at some point it's like woof dude right. have you ever had family members get on message boards or on Twitter and you're like look man just just chill out I got it don't so worry. for the longest time people used to think that my dad would get on there and say stuff but he he, he was he was an old school OM spirit guy uh-huh. back when it was like something else but once it all got all di- you know you know you know the old school guys are once like 24 7 all of them came in and then it was more than a dollar or some shit like he was out of there yeah so now that people used to think my dad would do stuff but he didn't he don't do that my, now my dad will smack somebody at the game for sure like if somebody ever said something the game, yeah he there's no <laughs> there ain't no playing around with all, no, all Redneck, Mr. Keats. So, um, you say something at the game, it's it's probably gonna be some issues. 
<laughs> ah, shit. Uh, that's pretty funny. But yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, the the rest of spring spring unfolds because. I, you know, back to McElroy, I don't know what information he has or if he's just trying to make some sort of comment just to say that he knows something. But, um, yeah, I'm he's really an expert because he was probably like the, the sixth quarterback ago to win a national title for a team that's fully loaded. You know, <laughs> that's, that's that's fair. That's a good point. Um, all right. So, well, I guess the other thing that I need to ask regarding message boards, are you on any softball message boards talking about, you know, your players or your teams or anything like that? Because I know they're out there. But, but I'll tell you what they're out there. Is. I'll tell you what is pretty petty. Um, you know, so, so when you assemble these teams, right? So we, we assembled this team three months ago, and it's extremely hard to assemble these teams, especially coming in when they're 10, because all the, all the players assemble at eight years old, six years old, whatever. And they just stay you're having to poach them off other teams, right? Yeah, well, you're not really poaching them, but you're trying to figure out the ones that, you know, are left. Yeah, the ones that are left, and then the ones that the ones that aren't playing as much on these teams, maybe they come to you and contact you. Now, I don't contact these players. They, you know, I, I always prefer the parents to contact me. Well, yeah, you get it. what's funny is on these, um, you have like these little softball sites or whatever, um, where you post these flyers. You need players, all that. Now that goes on, but you also have all the other teams' parents who send out like these subliminal like you know, Facebooks and they all message like, I know they're talking about us. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. They're 10 year old girls. Like, I don't care if you're on this great team right now. So it's just like, it goes on and it's hilarious. It just cracks me up because a lot of these parents, they, um, you know, they, they use travel sports to fill their egos and mm -hmm. the kids don't really care. They just want to go to the ballpark and eat a slushy and, you know, play some ball and hell, some of them are really good as I'm are. And it's just kind of like, it's just crazy. Some of these parents say, I guess they didn't do anything in sports. That's, that's what they, that's what they're clinging to. But I don't know. Yeah, that does go on. It's hilarious. And I see it. I trust me. I see it. And the people who watch this know who I'm referring to, too. So mm -hmm. it's funny. Uh, Brad and Chad show brought to you by uh, also by Nest and Wild Mattresses. They're created by Southern Craftsmen, powered by decades of experience and passion for improving your quality of sleep. They're backed by a 99 night guarantee. Nest and Wild help you sleep easy. Made locally in Tupelo, Mississippi. You can find them on Amazon or nestandwild.com. Chad, have you been so? Did you see the um, UFC and WWE was um, was merged on as random? But um, I saw an article today where apparently it's like a twenty one billion dollar company now. With yeah. um, did, did, did you grow up watching um, WWE and all that, or, or what, what, where were you at on that? Okay, so my brother started watching it a lot more before I did, but we ended up we did have the 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 figurines. Right. We had yes, the, we yes. had the we had the wrestling ring and then we had like Ultimate Warrior, Big Boss Man, Jake the Snake, all of yeah. them. We had the little uh, the action figures. But my brother watched it a lot more before I did. But I I started getting in right in the WWE, WWF at the time, Attitude Era. So when Stone Cold, uh, The Rock, all of them started coming in, I did not care as much about WCW, which I know may be sacrilege to a lot of people, but I did not care. I always just looked at it as off-brand wrestling to me. I, I was all into the WWE stuff, so, uh, but I was a big Stone Cold guy, uh, Mankind, Undertaker. I enjoyed all of those, but yeah. yes, I, were, you a, were you a big wrestling guy either? Yes, yeah, so I watched it, but like, I just don't understand how people just cling to it, even when they're older. Like, what's soap you, opera? It's soap opera for men. That's all it is. So, well, dude, well, well, I hate to say it is fake, right? But but it, but it does take a fucking a really rigorous training and like athleticism to do it. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that all that's fake, but like they get really mad when it's fake. But like, I cannot when they start like doing the fake air punches and like dude just sure. like hits no sound and dude just flies. I'm just like, man, I 
can't I can't do it. But I, I, I will say some entertainment is fun. But I don't understand how UFC and WWE can coexist. I don't I don't know. It's just, well, it just well, it seems like an odd odd thing to. Well, the, it's actually I mean UFC's parent company. My understanding is the one that is acquiring WWE gotcha. for nine okay. billion dollars. Now, well, like you said, I, I wonder if there's going to be some cross promotion between that, right? To have some of the USC guys show up on some of the WWE telecast to kind of promote. I, you're right. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. But my understanding is the parent company that owns UFC is the one acquiring WWE. So Vince McMahon's getting a big payoff. Um, not that he needs any more money, but so that's my understanding of it. But yeah, I was yeah, I, I watch wrestling and I, I'm actually on TikTok and I'll see like some behind the scenes on how certain characters became who they were i find myself watching those right learning about the history of the undertaker the history of goldberg even though he was wcw that stuff's really interesting uh to me because while yes some of the 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 actual wrestling can be kind of hokey and like okay that that was a that was not a good punch that he threw or whatever the physicality that that those guys take the the number of shows that they do every year it's unreal what they put their bodies through and the skill and how fast some of those big guys can move. Man, it's really, really impressive. And like I said, it's a soap opera, right? I mean, the storylines that they come up with, it can be really engaging stuff. You find yourself yelling at the TV because you hate a certain person so much or you like this guy and he gets screwed over because someone snuck up from behind the ring and knocked him out with a, you know, a chair or some kind of weird object. Yeah, you get that those emotions going a little bit. It can be kind of fun. I mean, I saw on Twitter last night, it was WrestleMania this past weekend, which is now a two-night event. Um, apparently, it was wild this past weekend, too, so it's bigger and better than ever, apparently. Man, apparently, I guess they pay well because, man, a lot of people end up end up going there, which is, I mean, that's just crazy, dude. There are people that are fascinated with this. Like, they are obsessed with this wrestling crap. Oh yeah, yeah. And now you're yeah, now you do some cross promotion with Joe Rogan selling supplements on Raw or something like that to increase your mind productivity or whatever it is he does. Um, so that should be pretty interesting. You know, another sports thing that's going on this week. Are you a big Masters guy? Do you follow? Oh, that? Yeah, I freaking uh, that. That's probably one of my favorite weekends of the year, man. That's a man. That tournament. That tournament is fun to watch. Um, Have you ever been to Augusta? Have you ever been to the uh, uh, the tournament at all? I have not been to the tournament. No, I haven't either. I'd like to go, but yeah, it's. I, it's, I have it's, not. I have. I have not been to the tournament. I have been to Augusta. I've been. Yeah, I've been to Augusta too. There's not a whole lot to write home about beyond the actual course, but um, it's what's going to be interesting to me is you know uh, I'm sure I don't know if everybody follows the the LIV and the PGA split right. You had golfers that leave for the Saudi backed um liv tour and so they're able to play in all the majors so there will be some guys that are uh playing this weekend in the masters and the ratings have been terrible i think they're like the cw for lva so nobody's been watching brooks kepka dustin johnson phil mickelson nobody's been seeing them play really uh you know just your normal fans so it's going to be interesting to see how they look because they also don't play a standard tournament they play a shotgun start 54 uh 54 hole whatever you want to call it. So it's not your traditional 72 holes, um, however the PGA does it. So it's going to it's gonna be interesting to see if they're more refreshed because they're not playing as much golf or they're rustier because they're not playing, you know, your standard tournaments that they normally do. So that's going to be a really interesting storyline to follow um, this weekend. Yeah, no, I, I do think it will be. It'll be interesting to see how, like, um, I mean, to, to me, it makes you want to tune in more. I'm like, because what if one of these, yeah, what if one of these guys win, right? What if they love you? One of the, um, I mean, which they can. They're good golfers. Don't get me wrong, but like, if they win, it's just like you know, it's it's almost like a 
you know, team. I don't team. need the PGA Tour type yeah. thing. So it, yeah, that that does, that does make it interesting. Um, it's it's just a great tournament all, all all around. I mean, people people obviously know it's one of the greatest events in the world, but it's it is fun to watch. There's nothing nothing better than a good Sunday. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people thought that there was a ban on LIV players in this tournament, but I think that's only for PGA sanctioned events and your masters the even the even the british open the u.s open those are not pga events so they're able to play in these tournaments assuming the organizers of those tournaments allow them in and apparently they're allowing them exemptions to get into all those which you know like i said for the young i understand why someone like phil mickelson did it why he went because he's in the tail end of his career he's getting paid a shitload of money hell he lost a lot of his money with all the gambling that he does apparently um but someone like you know, your Dustin Johnson, some of these younger guys with seemingly more to prove in their career. Um, unless you just hate playing golf and you can get paid a lot more to play less golf. I didn't understand the move to get away. You're not you have less eyes on you. It's not near as prestigious. Um, I, I just didn't understand that for some of those guys. It was kind of a weird choice in my eyes for some of those people. I'm gonna give it to you like this, okay? Like the whole narrative of like, okay, I'm playing sports. All I care about is the team. That shit goes out the window. It used to be it used to be after college. You know, it went out the window. Now, obviously, college is about money as well. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you work to make money. And, right. and, and if you aren't selfish when you get to the NFL and when you get to the chance where they are paying you, I can promise you when you are done being a value to them, they will shit on you and spit you right out. So yep. there's no – you have to do, you know, I get it. People, oh, you know, legacy, this, that. Listen, man, some of these guys are making so much. Some of these guys have made in one year more money than they've made in their last 20 years or 15 years in their career. And, you know, you, you got to do it. I mean, you, you have to. The, the game doesn't care about you. It's going right. to keep passing you. Know, there's going to be new players come. I don't fault some of these guys for making a financial decision and wanting no, to do it. Now, a guy like Tiger, I understand. I mean, Tiger's worth billions of dollars. I mean, it's, it is what it is. It, like, of course, I'm not doing it if I'm him because it's right. not about the money. But some of these guys have not made life-changing money. Now, they make good money, right? right. And they're going to be fine. But if I, if you tell me, hey, if I just go to a, a, a LIV golf and all of a sudden I've made $8 million in the last 12 years, but now I'm going to make 30 in the next two you're gone, man. Like there's, there's no, and listen, it goes for anybody in life, right? If you're a top doctor at a hospital, no different. Another hospital comes and says, Hey, you know, I'll give you 10 extra damn salary. Yeah, I'm gone. See ya. So it's no different with athletes and stuff. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. And who gives a shit about a, about a trophy at a, at a PGA event says, Hey, I want, I'm the best golfer of the day. Cool. I got this on my record, but Hey, I just made the, the guy that just came in 20th place in another tour just made 10 times your money this year. So like, it's what it is, man. I think I think the biggest thing that I've tried to kind of put myself in, you know, some of these professional athlete shoes is for us fans, we don't see it as a job, right? We see it as they get to play a game every day. But what we don't see is the number of hours that they have to prepare and practice time spent away from family. There are times with anybody's jobs where you're sitting, man, I'm phoning it in today. I don't feel like doing this shit. I'm just going to watch the clock. And when it's five, I'm out of here. I would imagine, and you were obviously a former professional athlete, I imagine that you had days like that where, man, I'm just, I want to give it my all every time I can, but man, I'm just tired and I don't feel like doing it like that today. But the problem is people are rooting for you to do it if things a certain way and they blame you when it's wrong. It's like, man, it's just, just like you have, I have bullshit days at my job. You have bullshit days at your job too. Did you not experience that when you were playing? Uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, players have real life issues that come up all the time. Imagine going to play, um, 
you know, play, you're going to play a game and all of a sudden there's something going at your house. I mean, it's no right. different. And guess what? You're going on a game where there's 19 million people watching. You can't right. just leave and not play. I mean, all of a sudden, you know, I mean, look, it happened to Tom Brady this year, right? He's going through a freaking divorce trying to play football and entertain and all of a sudden it got intertwined. But yeah, no, it happens, man. But the, the only difference in pro sports is you can't, you can't just say F it and phone it in. Right. It's, you have to just be there and do it. Um, and you know, with a smile on your face. And if somebody asks for an autograph, they don't know if you're, what you're going through at home. And all of a sudden you want to say, fuck you. And you know, some guys may do it. And like, oh, man, he's the biggest dick in the world, but you don't understand what he's going through on the side. So, yeah, yeah no, that's very real. Uh, Jeff Griffin with the Stevenson Griffin Group at Baird Private Wealth Management. You can go to the group's website at stevensongriffingroup.bairdwealth.com or always give them a call, 662-841-1900. Bradley, before we end for today, any big Easter plans this weekend? I doubt you all are playing this weekend, right? Uh, no, we are not playing this weekend, but I'm trying to get scheduled practice. We'll see how the rain goes. Um, I'm going to do it on Saturday. I'm going to be kind okay, and do it okay, on no Saturday. You know, we have, we have a big tournament coming up at the end of the year. Um, we're not at the end of the year, at the end of the month. That's, that's going to be a pretty tough one. So we're, we're trying to prepare for that. And um, yeah, no, nothing crazy. Just going to hang with the kids. I got four kids. So I, my, my holidays are already, I mean, I already have a party at my house every day, six people. So um, all you got to do is invite, invite, you know, an in-law over and you got eight and it's just, it's a party at that point. So um, yeah, we're just hanging at the house probably. Nice. Well, uh, have a good weekend. Have a good Easter, man. Uh, hopefully enjoying watching the Masters. Hopefully you get a chance to watch some of that. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up next week, okay? See you, Chad. Howdy, Toddy. Howdy, Toddy, man. Thanks for listening to the Brad and Chad Show. Follow the boys on social media for more content. And don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been an OM Network production. Brought to you by Blue Delta Jeans. Made in the USA. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.